Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire, where coaches learn skill mastery, business mastery, and life mastery at a whole new level. If you're serious about creating a meaningful coaching business that makes a difference, you're in the right place. And now your host, master life and business coach, Molly Claire. Hey coach, this episode is pretty magical and it took a completely different turn than what I expected. I'm bringing here to the podcast, Kim Job. I invited her for an interview because she is an incredible businesswoman, incredible at doing all the things, many things that most entrepreneurs and coaches don't really know how to do. She does them. List building, back-end systems, processes. She's really quite phenomenal and gifted. And as you'll hear from this interview, she has plenty of focus and determination. And I first met Kim through work at the Life Coach School. She was fundamental in building foundational pieces of that business. And on this podcast, I assumed we would be talking all things business. And while we did dive into that, this shifted into what is really her life's most important work. Soul Stories is a program that requires entrepreneurs, coaches, human beings of all kinds to really dig deeper and bring out those most important parts of them so you can truly do your life's work. I hope you enjoy this magical episode with the amazing Kim Job. And before we dive into that, we do have a mastery class happening tomorrow. Last week's class for those of you coaching mothers and families and all the things was amazing. And we decided to do another one. So tomorrow there will be a conscious parenting coach mastery class. I am doing this with Mickey Gardner, who is a conscious parenting coach specializing in confident co-parenting, and she is a wealth of knowledge. And so we are having a mastery class tomorrow. If you haven't signed up yet, the the, uh, link is in the show notes, and we are going to come together and get some good work done. So if you are a parenting coach, a coach that works with moms, families, teens, all the things, come and soak in all the goodness. All right, without further ado, here is the amazing and brilliant Kim Job. All right, coaches, here we go. We have the amazing Kim Job with us. How are you? Hi, Molly. Thanks Hi. for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This is so fun. So Kim and I have known each other for a while. And I'm assuming we first met with your role at the Life Coach School, because you're kind of like the Life Coach School Foundation, <laughs> whatever the foundation of what is to be systems and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. We did. We met. It was during the time when you and Molly were doing CCP. So it was during that time that we, mm-hmm. that we yeah, met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like I've always known you. So I'm like, I, I can't remember when the first time. <laughs> so yeah. So Kim, you played a big role in um, a lot of foundational stuff for the Life Coach School. And even now when I log into the Life Coach School Zoom, it's like Kim at, I'm like, there's Kim. She's in the middle of all of it. So Um, But we met there, of course, and then um, we just worked together in different capacities in uh, the coaching collective that I did with Amy. And it's just been fun to watch your business. And I'm excited to bring you here for my coaches and have you share your wisdom. So, Yeah, thank you. It's actually your program, the coaching collective, that kind of gave me permission to finally be like, I can do business however I want. Mm, Yes, yes. 
Well, I give was, you guys credit for that uh, for sure. Well, I kind of, I, I mean, I agree with that because it's like, I think Kim is such a great example, you guys, of you want to talk about Kim. I feel like you have so much knowledge. You're so good at what you do. I mean, you built, I, I think when you came into our program, didn't you have like an email list of like over a hundred thousand? It's like no big deal or something. Like she just is like nodding her head, like yeah. So it's just like a hundred, but it was about eighty thousand at that point. Yeah, yeah, right. And so Kim is a coach who right away is like so skilled, so knowledgeable, knows how to do all the things, and and it was really the coaching, the permission, like an opening up that then just like all of your skills and abilities just exploded. So I bring that up because it's such a good example of how important it is for us to have a coach, right? And to have that help with those intangible things because you definitely have a skill set. And right, and to use like our natural strengths because that's what I had used my natural strengths to build businesses in the past. So I had all that already built in. And then when I became a coach, this made it easy. So. Yes, 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 totally. Right. The more, because every coach listening here, all of you probably have a list of things that you know, you need to figure out, or you need to do better. And you need to be more like this person or that person. And there's this formula that you're supposed to follow. And that's all good and well. And there's a lot you can learn for sure. But yes, what Kim's saying is like, pay attention to your strengths, lean into your strengths, use them to your advantage. And that's when everything just unfolds and expands for sure. So and it's way more fun, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a lot more, more fun. So yeah, tell me, of course, you're, you know, beginning in the life coach school is really when you started your business, but tell everyone now what you do in your business and why okay. you love. Yeah. Okay. So I actually coach with my husband, which is super fun. Mm-hmm. And we help coaches understand business and marketing strategy. By the time they're done with us, we want them to truly, truly understand them both. Mm-hmm. So we focus on planning, strategy, and a lot of accountability, mm-hmm. love quarterly planning, and we, mm-hmm. because we believe that you need to know where you're going mm-hmm. to be able to get there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you can't flex, be creative, mm-hmm. all, you know, mm-hmm. all within that quarterly plan, but you need that plan like, mm-hmm. so you can put it in your GPS so you know where you're headed. Mm-hmm. So we focus a lot on, I focus a lot on strategy. My husband um, comes from a little bit different coaching background ground and he focuses on belief work and Mm. focus. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of an interesting combination. Mm -hmm. Often on coaching calls, I will be working with clients on the A-line and he's just sitting and watching them and observing their energy. He also reads energy. And so then he he speaks and they just start crying because he's like, observe what's really going on with them. So it's a a magical combination because... I can just like be in my strategic brain and focusing on that. And he's like watching their emotions. So it's, yeah. it's kind of magic. That's amazing. And so fun to listen to that because yeah, as you started talking, even before you said it, I'm like, oh yeah, Kim is like, Hey, I'm the A-line coach. Like right here. You want yep. A-line? I got you. So yeah. that's amazing. And the other thing is, you know, I do quarterly planning in my groups and stuff. And much of that is influenced by you, Kim, because you yeah. created some of the um, internal right. stuff that we were using in our, um, you know, mastermind when Amy and I worked together. And I just, that's such a strength for you. And I know I've been grateful for that being brought in too. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's just, it's just a skill that coaches need to learn. And once yes. they learn it, like it benefits their business forever. So yes, totally. And that's what I found. Like when I work with 
my clients to like, okay, we plan and we do, and we do it again and again, and it gets easier and easier. And so it's like the first time everyone does it, it's everyone's brains freaking out. And I don't know if I can do this. And then it's just like, we can do this in like a fourth of the time. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I really teach my clients to plan to the level that it quiets their brain. Mm. And like for some people, that's not the quarterly level. So I work with mm-hmm. people to kind of figure out, is it quarterly? Is it annual? Is it monthly? Is mm-hmm. it weekly? Is it daily? Like, and it, mm-hmm. it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And that was a really powerful lesson for me to learn as a coach. Mm. Because at first I thought my way is the way. But yeah. I really found out that not everybody's brain thinks yes. the way my brain thinks. And so it yes. made me like flip my tools upside down and find better ways so that we can quiet everyone's brain, not just my brain. Yes, I love that. And we all have to do that with our clients, right? Right. Yeah, because you are very organized. You're very much a planner. I will just tell you right now, Kim, my brain does not work like your brain. Right. You're like, yeah, I know. (laughs) And so (laughs) for better or for worse, right? I am um, planning and organization. I think I probably have a lot of more negative thoughts in my brain about myself in that regard than really should be there, right? Like, I think I probably am a little too critical of myself in that arena. But definitely, it's something that has been a challenge for me. And I think for me, I'll just say, I'll say this for those of you listening who maybe relate to how I feel about it. I love setting my goals. I love setting my plans. And I build in so much flexibility for me as to how I move forward how I shift, how I change, how I manage all of it. And that is for me is what keeps me like alive in my life and my business. Because if I am like straight jacketed to this exact plan, oh, it's going to kill the joy. It's going to kill my creativity and my progress. So I've loved taking in all of the gifts that you have with your planning and organization and bringing my flexibility. And it's like, this works. Yeah, it is. Yep. It's amazing. Love it. Okay. So tell my listeners, how did you find coaching or like decide that you wanted to be in this work? Yeah, so I, um, I didn't say this at the beginning, but I'm a mom. That's like my greatest joy in life. I have 10 Mm. kids. And so I've always, I didn't want to leave them. I didn't want to put them in daycare. And I know that's, you know, everyone has their own path. But so I've always been like really scrappy about finding ways to make money online. And so I just started my very first six figure business. I sold stickers. And like, Mm -hmm. I just then business after business after business. And then I signed up for scholars when Brooke first started self-coaching scholars. And um, it was during the month, it was the self-confidence month where she was having us do a dare of the day. And she announced that she had a position open. I didn't need a job. Like I I was blogging at the time doing just fine, but I was like, I'll just apply for my dare of the day because it terrified me, mm-hmm. terrified me to apply mm-hmm. because I, I had to do like a 90 second video or something. And to even think of doing that was like beyond me, but I got the job and like the rest is history. I worked there, you know, for a long time and it literally changed my life in so many ways. So, So, and so that's kind of how I came to coaching is I got that job. I wasn't a coach at the time, but then while I Mm -hmm. was working there, I certified and Mm -hmm. became a coach. Mm -hmm. And you did for a while wonder if you were really allowed to be an A-line coach, right? Like you kind of went a little, right? I mean, I think all coaches do. I think all coaches come up against like, wait, can I break this rule or is this okay? Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm like, you know what? We don't do models in my coaching, and we don't talk about your thoughts. We Mm. talk about the A line. Mm -hmm. I mean, Scott will talk. Scott talks about their thoughts and feelings with them, but like, I'm pretty much the A line because that's like my what my brain is with that. Yeah, yeah. 
and like stay in your lane, you know? Mm -hmm. I love it. So yeah, as you were talking about that, I think I actually remember hearing the story about you saying to Brooke that if you don't know how to do something, you will figure it out. Right. Yeah. And that I said, I don't know how to do everything, but I, I have 100% confidence that I can figure everything out. And I can just by reading, like I've always read my whole life. It's mm-hmm. another one of my gifts and I can figure things out that way. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm, I love you sharing this because, you know, such an inspiration to people listening that your determination to be with your kids as much as possible. I relate to this same thing. We were just, before we started recording, we were chatting about one of her kids being away and me saying, yeah, that's why I became a coach because I want to be with them. So I definitely share in that with you. But just hearing you say, yeah, I built a six-figure business around stickers, right? That is some like determination, some grit. I'm going to make this work. And I mean, that is the skill and the ability of someone who's going to build a successful business, no matter what, I think, Yeah. right? No matter the economy. Yep. And that's what it comes down to is just knowing I'm in it no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to know all the things or the how or the skills or be the best at anything, but it's that like, yeah, I'm committed to this. This is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So one thing I wanted to ask you about, because so you have your business with your husband and then you Mm -hmm. have soul stories, which is this cool, like I call it like a passion project. I don't know how, what you would call it, but like, that's really taken on a life of its own. Tell us about it. Yeah. So it's been on my heart forever. Like the very first tiny version of it came out in my blog, on my blog, like in 2012. Mm -hmm. So it's been on my heart since then, but I just didn't know. I didn't have the skills. I didn't have the tools. I didn't have the confidence was the biggest thing. Well, and I didn't know that I had emotions. Like I literally Mm -hmm. have lived my life from the neck up. My, Mm -hmm. all of my strengths are thinking strengths. And what led me to realize I had emotions was I did the strengths finder test. And like Mm -hmm. when I saw on black and white, all my strengths and like, Mm -hmm. they're all strategic thinking strengths. For some reason, seeing them like, made me own them and have Mm. to stop proving them. Like I didn't have to keep proving I was smart, keep proving I was organized, keep like I could stop that. And somehow that opened me up to my emotions that I didn't know I had before. (laughs) So then tapping into my emotions, I'm like, okay, you know, what do I do with with all of this? Like I tapped into them so much. I didn't know how to turn them off. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of have a difficult childhood. I was sexually abused by a babysitter when I was five. And then that led down a path of foster care, homelessness, addiction, mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So I have lived my life with the story that I'm broken mm-hmm. because of all the things that happened to me. And then one day I just heard someone talking. I don't even know who it was. I was saying so I could give them credit, but they said something like, it's true that trauma changes your brain, but healing does too. And like that Mm -hmm. sentence like flooded over me. And I was like, I, because I, I think I thought that I had to manage life with my broken brain, do the things that other people did to me. And that sentence, I was like, maybe I don't, maybe I can heal this. And so I just went to work, like learning lots of different modalities, experimenting with a lot of things. And so soul stories is a combination of all of that. Wow. It's a place where I'm still learning, still unfolding who I am and what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's super exciting and like where I love to be. So that's where I see the future of my business more mm-hmm. even than business coaching. Although I, 
I love being a business coach. I feel like that's like my excellent zone. I'm excellent Mm -hmm. at it. I feel like soul stories is my genius zone. Wow. And I just haven't allowed myself to do it because it literally feels like it's like cracking my chest open for the world to see because it's like heart stuff that we talk about in there. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially what we do, we take, it's a three month program and we spend one month on the past and then one month on the present and one month on the future, just like powerfully claiming who you are and who you want to be. Wow. That's amazing. I feel like I should just stop the podcast now and tell everyone to just go (laughs) sign up for soul stories. I mean, really, it's like, I think I appreciate you sharing that idea, that thought that you heard, because I think so many of us feel like there's just something wrong with us and we just have to adapt and deal with these parts that are so wrong and broken. And so this idea that healing can change our brain like as you were continued to talk, I was letting that settle in. And I'm like, I mean, I see how that's true. I think it, I feel like it changes us and it changes our ability to help people too. Right. Which is yeah. really what you're doing. It totally does. Yeah. Because when I, like when I first thought of soul stories a long, long time ago, I think I wanted to do it as a way to like make my story matter. Mm-hmm. Like what had happened to me matter because I needed it to matter. Yeah. And add the the more that I've gone, it's like, it's not about me at all. It's like, mm. I don't want anyone to think they're broken because yeah. nobody was ever broken ever. Yeah. Nothing that anyone has ever done to you could break you. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And we always get to choose like our story because we're the ones who are writing it. Right. We're the ones who are making it right. mean whatever we want to make it mean. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't always seem so. that way. And yet it's, it's really yeah. true. Yeah. And I think that I know so many of you listening, you know, probably have a niche in coaching or something you feel called to do that does feel so vulnerable and open. And I know for me, parts of my business feel more that way than others. And you feel it, right? When you step into that space, like as we're talking right now, I'm just like, when I think about being an advocate for women, being able to believe more is possible for themselves, like that's when it gets me, right? And I do that within my business coaching and it's like kind of under the, it's like, yeah, let's make money, let's do this. And we do all that, right? Like helping with like the marketing and the da-da-da-da-da, all the things. But like that piece, that's the meaningful part. Yeah, and that's the piece that's the magic. It is the magic. And I think, yeah, so, you know, going back to what I was saying, those of you that, you know, have those spaces, first of all, you don't have to totally like open up all of it at once, right? Like we get have permission to ease into it, but just speaking to how powerful it is because I had seen Kim's soul stories stuff and I knew about your story and your willingness to be vulnerable at a time when I was really struggling. Who did I reach out to? Kim. I'm like, hey, I'm popping in her DMs because Kim's vulnerable. Kim's real. Kim's sharing this. So Kim probably gets it and maybe she can hold a little bit of space. So just thank you for doing that. And and it's it's just really powerful. And I hope people listening remember that it is worthwhile to open up and be vulnerable. Yeah. It yeah. helps people. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Okay. Um so yeah, I wanted to ask a little bit about your your business work, but I, I want to stay here for just a minute. Yep. Because I would love to know when you work with, and in Soul Stories, who are you working with? Are you working with coaches? Are you working with really everyone? Like who is a good candidate 
Yeah, I, I'm working with everyone. I mean, my market right now is essentially coaches. So that's right. who has right. signed up so far. But in yeah. my heart, I want it to yeah. be for everyone. Just yeah. anyone like similar to my story who has had hard things happen that maybe they didn't choose, mm-hmm. that it has greatly affected their life and they feel like it still holds them back because it doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. Nothing needs to hold you back. Mm-hmm. And so what do you see in the clients that you work with to go through that, I mean, what kind of transformations do you see for them, you know, either externally or internally, which is the part that really matters anyway, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest skill that they learn is to check in, not check out. Mm. They're checking in on themselves and they're learning about intuition and they're learning what their soul is and what it feels like and how it speaks to them and how it guides them in their life and in their business if they're a coach. Yeah. It's just like really all about them. And that's what I love about it. Like I say, leave your coach out at the door. This is 12 yeah. weeks for you to focus yeah. on you. It's not for you to come in and help someone else. It's, it's none of yeah. that. Like it's 12 weeks for you to focus on you and your growth. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's really all about deciding mm-hmm. and powerfully claiming who you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And yeah, I can see, I, I hear you saying it's for everyone, but as coaches, we love this stuff, right? Because I know. We, we crave it, we want it, we yeah. love it. And yeah, it's it's a really powerful process. I love that checking in instead of checking out. And I know at the end, I'm going to tell people where they can follow you, but your Instagram stuff is so awesome for sure. Like just those nuggets of wisdom are always so good. So we'll have more of that, of course. Okay. I wanted to ask you a little bit more about your business stuff, but anything else about soul stories in particular that you want to share with my audience? Because I think this is a really, like as you're talking, I can Mm -hmm. feel it. I'm like, oh, this is like, this is the thing. And I think, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the thing is our lives are happening and they are literally a story in motion. Mm -hmm. And we're making up stories about whatever's happening. So Mm-hmm. Our, our human brain, our human brains do that. We know that as coaches, that our human brains are constantly on the lookout, trying to keep mm-hmm. us safe. So we take the facts of our lives and we make up stories about the facts and we call that our reality. But that reality can be anything we want it to be about our past, about our present and about our future. Mm-hmm. So when you really understand that, you know, you get to choose. Mm-hmm. And what's really powerful is this moment. Like the present mm-hmm. moment is the only moment. Mm-hmm. that really matters because it's the only moment you can do anything about. Mm-hmm. If you're just present, it's really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. And I really, what I know I said this before, but I want to like say it again. It really doesn't seem like we're writing our story. In some ways it does, yeah. right? And as coaches, we're like, yes, I get that. But as you're talking, it's like, as we're walking around, are we really that conscious of it? that we really are right now writing a story in this moment. I don't think we are nearly as aware of that yeah. as we could be. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so either. But it's oh. super powerful when you become aware of it. And it's yeah. a process. You know how the process of awareness is. It's like in stages. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because I remember like when I first became a coach, like I did my certification and I was like, oh, I got the coaching stuff down. Now I just need to work on business. And then I did master coach training and I was like, oh, I thought I knew then, but yeah. now I know. And then I realized at one point, I'm like, oh yeah, I always think I've, I've like arrived yep. and like gotten all the awareness. And then I realized, no, not even close. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Actually, one powerful lesson I teach in soul stories is that you don't have to go digging in your past. Mm -hmm. That's what I was afraid of. I was afraid I would open up stories I wouldn't be able to handle. Mm. But you don't have to go digging when you are ready to process stories, mm-hmm. process emotion, they'll arise naturally. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you process them and you and you handle them. So I think yeah. that's one thing that that a lot of people are afraid of. They're like, I don't know about digging in the past. And we're not digging in the past. Yeah. Because we, we do, do look at it. Yeah, we do kind of have this idea like we have to like do this work, right? We're like, do the yeah. work on ourselves. As if we have to go and we have to look and work so hard. And I do think I've learned more and more, um, especially through like tapping work that I've done, this idea of like, sometimes it unfolds. I think there's more of an ease and flow. Not that it's easy, right? Like healing isn't necessarily always easy or doesn't feel good, but I don't think it needs to be seen as so much like work or something to fix or overcome as we've often thought. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like to. Yeah, totally. I like to think of it that we're just bumping up against the next layer and it's really a layer of resistance. Yes. We only have to get through that layer, but we're worried about the next 20 layers and we don't have to worry about that. We just have to worry about, I I always tell my clients, worry about your next step and the next one. I want you to be two steps ahead, but like, you don't have to worry about 20 steps. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we try to to do. Yeah. We don't have to dig up the past and be like, Really yeah. focus there and we don't have to be panicked about the future. Yeah. We're just here and we just see a little bit ahead. And yeah. we just, yeah, I love that. Love that. Because we know and trust ourselves and know that we've got ourselves regardless. We believe in ourselves regardless. We've got our own back no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. And we're going to keep going because you never mm-hmm. fail if you never quit. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. I know. I always say that. I'm like, and it's really true. I'm like, you're only going to fail true. if you quit. That's it. Yeah. So, um, and tell me a little bit about, so with, with coaches specifically that are in your soul stories program, does business come into it at all or not really? Because we, we know, right. Those things are impacted. We we don't specifically address business. Business does come up because coaches are in there, but it's not specifically about business. Yeah. It's way more about your personal life. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what do you see with people in this program as, I don't know, I'll I'll ask this and I don't even know if this is a good question. And so you can change the question to make sense for for this situation. But like, what are the biggest challenges you see with clients in the program? Meaning, are they places they get stuck? Are there like, are there challenges? If so, what? Or is there kind of a different way to phrase that to, to... sort of describe the experience they have? Yeah, it's been actually really fun to watch because I decided to make it a lifetime program because I realized that like, because of this layered effect that we're talking yeah, about, they come right, in and right. they work on it on some layers. And yeah. It's not, the work is never done per yeah. se. So the first time that I did it, I had everyone come through and just kind of generally look at their past. The people who came through the second time on their own naturally picked one story to take through the whole process. And that was super powerful to watch people do that. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of naturally evolving into something really powerful. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. That's awesome. Okay. But the, 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 the very hardest part has just been me being vulnerable and showing up because I'm doing things that are different than regular coaching calls. We do yeah. drumming, we do Oracle cards, mm-hmm. we do meditation, mm-hmm. we do like things that 
mm-hmm. are a little bit different. So mm-hmm. that makes me feel vulnerable on top of the fact that I'm talking about my past. That's kind of scary. Yeah. So. Yeah. So true. Yeah. It's so fun though. Like in our community, we bring in such a variety of things there as well. Yeah. And, and I know you're going to be coming to our the community and talking about organic marketing, which they're yeah. so excited about. I am too. So yeah, but it's, it's really, it's fun to do that. I think for sure. Um, okay. Well, uh, the last thing I want to just ask you as far as the coaches in my audience, I would love for you to share any advice, any guidance, knowing having worked yourself with many coaches, building businesses, having built your business yourself, what words of wisdom do you have for them? I have two things. One is the problem that I see most coaches come in to me with is they're trying to do way too many things. Mm -hmm. And it's because they're looking around, seeing what everybody's doing, and they think they need to try all of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, when coaches come in, I say, pick three, any three, it doesn't even matter what three, any three Mm -hmm. will work. And I limit them and their business takes off Mm -hmm. because they're focused on actually Mm -hmm. completing a project rather than Mm -hmm. taking two steps on 20 projects every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's the one thing. And then the second thing is stop worrying so much about your niche. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I always tell coaches, like, do you have a business or do you have a mission? Because if you have a mission, Mm -hmm. what are you here to say? Mm -hmm. Because what you are here to say is not what Molly's here to say. It's Mm -hmm. not what anyone else is here to say. So you need to tap into what you're here to say, mm-hmm. what your mission is, what you're here to do. And it's different than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And that makes you stand out. So if your business yes. feels tricky, take some time to figure out what am I here to say? And like yes. one of my favorite questions, because I have so many ideas, is like, is this my offer to birth into the world? Mm-hmm. And ha- more than often than not, the answer is no, it's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Like be really, really committed to the projects that you pick mm-hmm. and don't pick so many. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I love it. Well, and I think oftentimes too, as entrepreneurs and creative people, and so many people having ADHD who are entrepreneurs like myself, it's like it's so natural to want to do a lot of things, right? I think it's sometimes a combination of like, oh, I should be doing all of these things, and all of these things are exciting and fun. And so I think there is a lot of power in using that constraint, and for you as the coach to guide them and help them to use that constraint. And I love what you said about the niche, obviously. I'm working with a group right now. And really what I like to do with my clients is help them like just for the sake of a very short period of time, just for leaning in and testing some marketing, what is the problem you solve? It doesn't have to be their entire niche. It's just something to experiment with. And, And I'll just share with you, one of the coaches, you know, we kind of have this formula, which is great as a foundation, but, you know, she she brought up, she said, she, I could tell it was kind of like, maybe this is out of left field. Is this okay? Right? Because we all have these rules of how it should fit in. And she's like, I really like this idea of like, what if being a stay-at-home mom is the perfect career? And for her, this is something she's really passionate about because she found that she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom And when she started viewing it as a career rather than, oh, I'm doing this for now, or this is just kind of this, you know, minimalist thing uh, or minimal thing, she really kind of embraced learning and growth and expansion. And she really treated it 
like something meaningful that really was a career that she wanted to build her skills. And the reason I bring that up is it's exactly that. Like, well, you could say, well, that's not like a, you know, a good, I help X, you know, do this. But when you have that thing, right, this is like you said, like, this is who I want to be. This is the message I want into the world. You can always take that and you you morph it and tweak it into marketing, whatever. All of that doesn't yeah. matter, right? But yeah. So anyway, I just thought of that. And I think it's powerful to remember. It's important to know what is the mission. Yeah. Yeah. We always say your potential client's belief, energy, excitement, all, all of that. None of it will be higher than your own. Mm-hmm. So if you're not excited about your mm-hmm. offer, they're not going to be excited. Mm-hmm. So that's why whatever you're excited about is what you need to teach mm-hmm. and anything can work. Anything can work. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah. yes. This is awesome. Kim, thank you so much for being here. Thank this is such me. a great interview. I feel like I want to go listen to it back right now. Um, okay. So tell everyone where they can find you, um, you know, your Instagram, soul stories, tell us all the things. Okay. You can find our website at coachingkim.com. And then the best place to keep updated on everything is my Instagram, which is Kimberly J coaching. Perfect. And we'll have it in the show notes as well, of course, for everyone. So, all right. Thanks, Molly. Thanks, Kim. We'll talk again soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Masterful Coach Podcast. If you're ready for complete support as you build your coaching business, check out Molly's collaborative community, the Masterful Coach Collective. It's a place where you'll have access to the best experts in the biz, community support, and guidance as you build your perfect business 90 days at a time. Visit www.mollyclaire.com for details.